Crew Motorfest allows you to drive around the entirety of the island of Oahu. Whether you want to be here at Waikiki, driving around, enjoying the waves, or you want to go to Waimea, or North Shore, or you want to go to Waimanalo, wherever you want to drive, you can drive. Because the Crew Motorfest allows you to enjoy the beauty of my island. Crew Motorfest is one of the first games to ever allow you to drive all around the island of Oahu. You think you got what it takes to be part of my crew? Prove it. So in this video, we're going to be talking about the Crew Motorfest and if you should buy it. And hey, just a heads up, I was provided a review copy of this game by Ubisoft. I am an Ubisoft creator. And no, that doesn't mean that they control what I say. I completely control what I say as far as this review. They're not seeing it before you guys do, so hey, there you go. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this review. Central to the Crew Motorfest is a quintessential open world racing paradigm, reminiscent of LEGO 2K Drive and of course, Forza Horizon 5. Beyond the array of unique vehicles and events, it mostly involves speeding through a picturesque Hawaiian setting and luxury vehicles. Its influences from numerous other titles are undeniable. Nitro's fuel street racing is akin to Need for Speed Unbound. Launching a plane into clear skies evokes Grand Theft Auto 5 vibes, and off-road segments capture at least some of the awe from the iconic MotorStorm E3 teaser. Yeah, we can't forget about that teaser from E3. I mean, I know a lot of us are still kind of salty about that, but man, if you were there and you got to see that, it was chef's kiss. A fitting descriptor might be Need for Speed and MotorStorm's open world collision. With the addition of the boat and plane transition feature, which is significant to say the least. As you immerse yourself, the gaming atmosphere evolves. Beginning with a diverse racing palette, the Crew Motorfest's pace gradually slows with the emphasis shifting to the ambience more than the action, accompanied by tranquil tunes. The gameplay occasionally feels more like a scenic drive than an adrenaline-packed race. You might question its depth and authenticity, especially as the in-game characters constantly highlight the race's exhilaration, yet the narrative progresses. The the game is segmented into playlists or themed event clusters. And, and while this concept isn't novel, each playlist here has its own flavor and can be tackled in any sequence, giving you possess the requisite vehicle. Some playlists like the Japan-inspired Togue and Drift ones are somewhat mundane, but others like the picturesque off-road forest routes or the dynamic mountaintop dirt bike segments are visually stunning. Some like the retro playlist even add a nostalgic aura with era-appropriate visual filters for cars from the 50s to the 80s, accompanied by timeless tracks from artists like Blondie and Bill Haley in his comments. However, not all elements shine. Some tracks are honestly forgettable, and at times, the audio backdrop becomes a jumbled cacophony. The voiceover quality is honestly inconsistent, with some characters sounding out of place. The AI guide, Kara, lacks an authentic AI feel, though commentary inclusion in events is commendable. It doesn't quite match the standards of, say, EA sports titles. Now, the other thing I want to mention here is the authenticity of 
driving around Oahu. So as you guys know, I'm Hawaiian. I'm from Hawaii. I grew up out here and I travel all over the island. So it's kind of interesting where they took some creative liberties. So it's not in any way, case in point, a one-to-one for what it's actually like driving around out here. But if you want an example of how similar it is, I can show you right here. several things that are not going to be completely exact, but nonetheless, you get to drive through Hawaii, which is really freaking cool. And while I do enjoy driving around in the virtual Oahu, it just, you know, some of the changes, I'm kind of like, all right, that's meant to be because that's meant to be video gaming. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's kind of interesting when I was driving around Waikiki in the game and I'm like, I can't find my condo. And then I was like, is this Kalakawa? Is this Kuhio? Like, where's this extra street? Why is there like a freeway ramp from Waikiki to like going over to Copyline Boulevard? Like, I was really confused. I'm like, okay, this, this is really different. However, the fact that this is set in Oahu and I can drive around, you know, I don't mind it. I, I, I like what they did. I just feel like it could have been a lot better. And the other thing, too, that's interesting, and I'm not sure how many people are aware of it. I'm not even sure how many other Hawaiian content creators or Hawaii content creators are, you know, talking about or promoting this game or reviewing it. But the one thing that's very interesting is how people here in Hawaii have almost no idea that Ubisoft came out here to Hawaii to survey here and recreate Oahu at all. It's like, I don't know, like you would think, especially having Fitted, which is a very popular local brand, and, you know, Rain Spooner and others involved in this game, you would think there would be more, I don't know, hype awareness from people in Hawaii. For whatever reason, there's not. And I find that really disappointing because this is an absolutely phenomenal game that I think, especially with how big people out here are into cars, especially racing and illegal racing too, I just would think that Ubisoft would, like, I don't know, come out to Hawaii, have an event on either Big Island or, you know appropriately out here on Oahu, somewhere here in downtown Honolulu. I'm just really taken aback that they didn't do that. I think that was a really missed opportunity. They could have drummed up a lot of hype. I mean, Sega did it for Sonic Frontiers, even though they didn't invite me and other Hawaii content creators. They flew everyone around the world to go to Big Island to see the Sonic Frontiers and experience it, except for actual Hawaii content creators. Go figure. Anyways, this is definitely a missed opportunity for Ubisoft. Maybe, you know, they didn't want to do it because of the fires on Maui. I'm not really sure, but I definitely see it as a missed opportunity. It it could have helped elevate this game up there, you know, at least sales-wise with, you know, Forza and Gran Turismo. But what do I know? So when it comes to the gameplay, 
Diversity is staggering. It's rare to find such a multitude of well-executed genres in one package. Planes offer two control modes for both novices and pros. Boats and planes respond to noticeable wind shifts. You can even maneuver the latest Red Bull F1 car, managing the tire wear and seal track races. While the Red Bull remains undamaged, like most cars, there are dedicated online demolition derby events with impressive damage mechanics. This likely ties back into licensing agreements. Visually, the game dazzles with a unique blend of realism and idealism. The attention to detail, like fabric physics and destructible environments, is impressive. There's a delicate balance between intricate details and an expansive in-game world, offering seamless transitions from water to land to sky. The entire world is essentially your sandbox. However, the car dynamics often feel too lax, which can be disappointing for precision racing enthusiasts. That's been my biggest gripe with this game is, well, honestly, with all of the crew games in general, the controls just don't feel that spot on. Like they're just ever so slightly off. And you would think with the series being roughly 10 years old now that they would have gotten the controls to be perfect. I mean, Need for Speed has really great controls, especially Need for Speed Unbound. That game is phenomenal. And then you've also got games like, you know, Forza, which is one of the premier, both in its Horizon arcade and its motorsport realistic simulation style. They're spot on. Same thing with Gran Turismo. So why is the crew not having that type of tight control precision? It's baffling to me. Some vehicles, they do handle well, but with driving assist turned off, honestly, there's a tendency for cars to just oversteer. This might be enjoyable solo, but in multiplayer, it's honestly a very different story. Engaging stability and traction controls makes the gameplay more vibrant rather than a, you know, being a simulator. The crew motorfest, it honestly shines as an arcade racer, emphasizing track anticipation over perfect turns. While the crew motorfest allows a four player crew, it largely deviates from its 2014 predecessor, leaning more towards a single player feel with an online kind of slapped on it. You know what I mean? It requires a constant online connection, which God, I'm so tired of games doing this. This is the quickest way you're going to kill your game, especially when you have PC variants where people want to just take, you know, games on their Steam Deck or on, you know, the ROG Ally or the upcoming Lenovo Legion Go or any of these other portable PCs. Having to constantly be connected to the internet is kind of a uh, it sucks. Just, let's just call it a spade for it. what it is. It sucks. And you have to be connected to your Ubisoft account. And the thing that's really annoying is once you lose that connection, you're booted to the main screen. Hopefully they fix that with a patch, but I, I'm not a fan. Nope, not a fan. While the crew Motorfest might not introduce groundbreaking elements, its resemblance to Forza Horizon, especially for PlayStation enthusiasts, is noteworthy. For Xbox aficionados, 
the game's rendering of dense vegetation is a marked improvement. The game seems optimized for 1080p60 instead of 4K30, but provides options on current-gen consoles. It surpasses the crew, too. It rivals Forza 5 at times, and delivers value for its price. Though its consistency wavers, and it treads familiar paths. Its overall excellence ensures most players won't be bothered. But ultimately... I had a good time with the crew Motorfest, and you know, especially when it's a game set in my home of Oahu. You can't go wrong with that. But what do you guys think? Have you picked up the crew Motorfest? Are you enjoying it? Do you like it? And what are you playing it on? Maybe we can get some races going. Whatever your thoughts are, let's go ahead and get the conversation going in the comment section down below. And also, I want to give a big thank you to Ubisoft for providing me the review copy of the game, as well as early access with the Ultimate Edition. This wouldn't be possible without them. So, thank you guys for supporting my content and giving me this opportunity. It really means a lot to me. And if you guys want to pick up this game, I'll leave links and as well as pin it to the video if you want to pick it up. And um, all that being said, hope to see you guys in the next one. Stay safe, be blessed, have a little hot, and I'll see you around. Peace.